Hey everybody, welcome to the show, Absent-Minded Watches. My name is Ethan Newbolt, one of your hosts at Soulsbjorn, and with me, as always, my co-host, Travis Stockton. Episode 20. Yes, it is episode 20. At Ray Charlizard and Andrew Crandall to my right. Everybody. It's, it's a little late for us, guys. At Andrew Loves Video Games. Every other week, we get together, and we watch a video game movie, and talk about it, laugh about it, and now, with movie tv entertainment industry news and some other stuff whatever we decide to put in there with the show and this week the video game movie that we watched was a special one we went outside of our normal list and we watched sonic the hedgehog okay, we skipped ahead again 2020 we're only a week late on this yes and so so everybody's had enough time to go and see it it's our closest to reacting to the theatrical date because we were kind of off on a Detective Pikachu, because we were not recording this show back when Detective Pikachu came out. <laughs> First impressions, give it a number. It's like I like I said, I, coming out of the theater, it's like a five, a five and a half, six out of ten. Yeah, I would say a six. It's a movie I have no reason to watch again, mm-hmm. necessarily. It's a movie where it's like, if you were thinking about having a kid, <laughs> now's a good time to go ahead and have that kid, because this is pretty good as far as like if it had to be one of those movies your kid wants to watch over and over and over again, it would take you a while to get sick of this one. This was definitely, I mean, we can fight it, but this movie was made for eight-year-olds. I mean, let's be honest. I wouldn't say for, it's made for eight-year-olds. The 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 clearly kids, targets yeah. a certain demographic, but yes. it's one of those two where it's like, but it'll get us in there to watch. Yeah, there's it. plenty in there for old school fans. Yes, definitely. There's a ton in there for old school. Yeah, I hope that they got like another like a Sonic Mania two or. Or something big Sonic cool. game related coming out this year to kind of capitalize on this. I don't think Sega is that forward thinking. I think they are. But no, yeah, Sega's hopefully made. Like, always- I mean, Tales was shown in the post credits. You know they're already planning for a sequel. And, yeah, you Sonic know, they're, is they're like a, Sonic's an annualized so. franchise right. for yeah, Sega. Everybody's freaking out about like Tales and stuff. Is nobody going to talk about the fact that the things chasing Sonic were the Enchinata? Enchinata? Yeah, and I don't know what they're called. <laughs> they're called Echidnas. Echidnas, yeah. that's it. <laughs> and I mean, dude, that's practically confirming that Knuckles, Knuckles is, is in there. Yeah, like, no, I guarantee, yeah, so, they even had the spike fists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of squealed okay. when I saw them. I was like, dude. No, I, I got kind of excited yeah. as well. Sorry. Go, Knuckles is people. Like Soylent Green? No, Knuckles apostrophe S is people. Because I don't want to say. Oh, Knuckles is people. How, do you, got how it. is it pronounced? Yeah. It's one of those words I've never had to say in public because sure. I'm not a furry. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> so like, but I've well, read the on. word. I know what he's is. Yeah. They're going to be. I think what's happened They're They're searching for Sonic. Because they want his power, right? We see that in the beginning that they they've been chasing down Sonic because they want the power he has. That's mm-hmm. what we think. So maybe. I think in this universe, or maybe they're just dangerous. That's what that dirty lion owl told told he, us. He doesn't know what it, but his power, Long Claw, Long Claw. His power comes from a Chaos Emerald. It doesn't. In the, no, I'm saying in this, this universe. This is his pitch for the sequel. Oh, okay. Because also, I don't think Sonic's hair should be glowing blue if it's not on his yeah, body. Yeah, it's not on his body. That I don't remember him weird. having too many like electric boom powers unless that was in like Sonic Boom or something. I think the whole, that. that was supposed to represent his like when he's doing the spin power homing attack. Yeah, and how he can take down robots. I think that stuff. was just the only way they could they sure, could visually. But he took out the power in an entire city. Yes, that he, was there's a little not something more going city. on there. He took it out in like for, he said the Pacific South, Northwest, Northwest or something. Northwest, yeah. yeah. 
I think so. I don't mean like that Sonic gets all of his power from the Chaos Emeralds, but I think in this world, it's, it's going to be like the uh, the ether sure. in Thor 2. Well, I mean, He's had this Chaos Emerald in him this whole time. The Echidnas and Knuckles are super connected to the Master Emerald. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Put my finger in your pile. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, they're like, scour, they're like scouring the universe because we already know his power can be like detected and followed and stuff because that's how Eggman finds him. Mm-hmm. He's like searching him. He's got like a signature, a unique signature. I think Knuckles is going to be sent by them to the planet that Eggman's on thinking that Sonic's there because it's the, they're getting the signal coming from the little hair that he has at the end of the movie. Eggman is going to convince Knuckles that Sonic is like the bad guy. Cause that's what they've been. They've been his whole clan's been after for so mean. long. They've done that they before work with Knuckles. Yeah. To get back to earth. Isn't that literally Sonic three and Knuckles? Something like that yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's, that's how fine. they introduced Knuckles into the, from- the sequel. Mm-hmm. Tails and Sonic are together, and, and it's gonna be Tails and Sonic going up against Eggman and Knuckles till at the end we get the heel turn. We find out oh Knuckles is convinced that this is the right thing, and we get Super Sonic at the end of Sonic Two. I th- I think that's what we're gonna happen because they're gonna ha- they're gonna find all the Chaos Emerald somehow. Maybe Eggman is using Knuckles to find them like the like Dragon Balls or some shit, and then Super Sonic in the, in the Sonic Two. That's what I'm I'm betting right now. 2022 <laughs> holiday is when we get that movie. All those theories and more <laughs> if you go and head on over to AbsentMindedPodcast.com where you can find the latest episodes of our main show and previous episodes of our watches. Don't forget to leave us a voice message and question, comment, topic of discussion. We will definitely play that on the air for you. Give you a little shout out. Please donate $1, $5, $10 if you can to our listener support program. You always say it like an auctioner. I do. Yeah. $5, $10, $1, $5, $10, do I hear $20? Please make sure you visit our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Give us a like, follow, and subscribe. Even a nice five-star rating to get us at the top of the charts. Back to Sonic. Travis, mm. I think you're ignoring the, the teaser at the end of the movie that correlates to possibly the kind of the same thing that Knuckles would be doing in your story because the surprise character at the end does have some sort of tracker with him. Didn't he? Didn't he have like a handheld? Why are you saying surprise thingy? character? Because I'm not. We're not there yet. Because we're not. Tales. Yeah, we're not we there s- yet. Okay, fine. You guys. Blew if it. you want to see, <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just joking. No, the yeah, kind of movie they kind of come gets spoiled. They go together, basically. I already expected. Oh, there's a Charizard and Detective Pikachu. I like, already those, expected you know him what, to be in there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If you if you care enough about Sonic to be worried about spoilers, then you already know it's in the movie Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I said, I expected him to be there. The fact that the echidnas were in there at the beginning that was that was cool. That yeah. was yeah. I, I was already like, whoa, did not expect that. Yeah. So I don't know. I had this thought in my head the entire movie. I want to know what you guys thought, but this movie could have easily like if they hadn't have gone through with the changes of just how weird that Sonic would have looked doing all the stuff that, that was happening in the movie. I don't think there's a world where we didn't change the design from Sonic. <laughs> I looked over those images doing this stuff earlier today. Yeah. Have y'all, any of you played unleashed Sonic unleashed? No, no. Oh Travis? yeah, of course. The one where uh, the, the first design looks like a less angry version of the Sonic unleashed version of Sonic. Like his transformed werewolf. He looks too wolfish. It's just, it's just he doesn't look like a wolf. He looks like a man. Yeah. yeah like a man wolf. He's got, he's they still got to make the him look too real. And it, it's the teeth. Ugh, it's, it's just weird. I actually hadn't looked at the old Sonic since that happened. <laughs> Cause they tried to erase it all from. The no, world. I mean, you can still find it. Pretty oh, definitely. Easily. I found it. Yeah. That's what I said. 
And it's funny too, because like in some shots, it didn't look awful. It's just like in, when he starts getting expressive was main, when it looked weird. And then just the teeth. That main close-up shot in the garage Where, with the original yeah. one. That yeah. There is a lot of facial expressions on that one. It's definitely easy to be like, that looks odd and unsettling. It didn't look, yeah. Like, can you imagine if they went with the original? Look at this, Drew. <laughs> he looks like it's the one where they he looks like a looks like a weird monkey person wolf thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. I, it's it's just, odd. Like the cartooniness of the like how Sonic is originally just it, it fits better. Like some of the physical humor that they were trying to do, or any of the humor in general, just would have felt weird with that fucking monkey hedgehog thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would have played well say, at all. I mean. The new design, it's still one where it's like, okay, I can tell that this is the movie version. It's not trying to be one-to-one of, like, the Sonic we know yeah. from oh, yeah, Adventure or even the old, like, the original, like, Genesis designs and stuff. Like, yeah. this cartoony look. Like, for the film, the new design is, like, it's different enough, but it's still, like, by the end, I was like, man, this is just, it's such a charming-looking design. Yeah, oh, he yes. looks great. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and lots of the animations Once he gets the and shoes, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it, I it, actually it really like that together. moment with the shoes. Yeah, it was great. Also, I like I couldn't stop looking at his eyes, like the way the his eyes his looked eyes, and like his expressions with it were yeah. really well done. Like, yeah. yeah, they really listened to the fans when they complained about this. Yeah, too bad all those people got fired in the end. His design is really nice. It's good. He's more animated. It's it's a better half stop between him being the realistic. weird realism they were trying to go mm-hmm. for and then not going too far into like DreamWorks animated character territory. Like yeah. he looks like someone that would like fit in like the Muppets or something. Like if they made like a real world, like a, a more doll version, like animatronic version of him or something, it looks like it would fit like with just other, it bridges both worlds really well. Yeah. It, it has that healthy medium. Like you said, between the, I want the super a, I realistic want a plushie of this Sonic. I think I'm <laughs> definitely. I, I definitely want that plushie. I just, I want to know how, you know, since the, we got the complaints about, you know, how the original Sonic looked and everything. Mm-hmm. You know that's that was a style they were going for originally. So you know they have to ha- still have models of the original. Uh, what do they echidnas? They don't necessarily have to have because they were so early on. Like when we first got that sh- like yeah, that version of Sonic in those trailers. Yeah, most of the VFX wasn't done because even in those first two trailers, there was a lot of like reuse of the same scenes, just cut up differently. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of live action stuff, but there weren't a whole lot of showing off the scenes world. of we never like, re- with Sonic in it. Yeah. And that's usually how it goes. Like the VFX takes the longest to get done. Mm. And so especially all those early scenes, like the, from the very beginning where it's like Sonic on what's Sonic's city's name, or I mean the original planet that he's on, um, I starts with an M his original planet. Yeah. I think from I was the games. I, yeah, I, I don't even the, think they say it in the, in the movie. Yeah, I, I didn't know that place had an, had a name. The only it's Mobius. Sure. Okay. What game is that from? <laughs> it's from like the first Sonic adventures game. Like, of Sonic, the hedgehog, no, like the no, he's Sonic, Sonic the hedgehog. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what it's. Isn't that what it's called? No, the Adventures first Sonic, Sonic game Hedgehog. is called Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hedgehog. No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Mobius oh, wow. is the name of the city. His planet is still just technically Earth. Earth. Mm. Uh, I was thinking of the first animated show. Wait, of Sonic. Dude, it's sorry. Like, okay, so according to the game's timeline, Mobius was just a future version of Earth. Neat. Uh, with its calendar being in Earth's uh, mid to late 3237. Yeah, I missed the initial scene where they started him off like. Oh, I guess he was doing his, he was doing that whole, we're here now, but then let's go back. So yeah, I guess yeah. I really didn't miss much. You didn't see anything. Yeah. You really saw everything except you missed a couple of his words where sure. he does like the, 
I know you're thinking, how did I get <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't that. believe that they did it like yeah, that. I know. But it, it's still fucking who cares. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as his like actual time on the planet where he's running around and stuff, you didn't miss any of that. You came like right at the right time. Cool. Yeah, that scene was awesome. I love that they. I love that his world was just out of the video games. Like, yeah, it, like it looked the, really great. The too. blocky really cool. texture around, like on the walls and the, of the ground and mm-hmm. stuff. And him, yeah, he's like, like and the, the whole world bridges. is just set up with all these cool ramps, and like I can run from one side of the planet to the other. Yeah, it looked really good. The flower that he gave the owl even looked like the style of the video game. Where it yeah. was like flat mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, it was. It's really a nice tribute to the game, even like with the whole green hill zone stuff. Yeah, just, I hope. Since we see that Tails is also able to go from world to world, and that if this Enchidna, Enchidna, Echidna, it's fine. I don't, I don't like Enchidna. I like call him enchiladas. Enchilada. Now that we know that more than just Sonic are able to jump between these worlds, I hope in a sequel we get to go back because I would like to see more of that whole area. That's like what the I expected at the end was that he was like. Wow, I care so much about you guys. Or wow, Tom, I've seen how much you care about your town. Maybe I should go see what's up with my original home, and you know, maybe check if they need me or something. Now that I'm this big hero, and that never happened. He just moves in with them, and I was like, oh, okay, we're just gonna do this for a little while. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I do hope that they, they like Tails is like Sonic, we need you or something, and you know, you got to come back. And well, I think that's I mean, be yes, part of Tails is already looking for him. Yeah, it right seems like a natural progression. I think anybody can use the rings, by the way, because uh, whenever he first encounters, oh yeah, James Tom, Marsden, Tom uses yeah. one too. Yeah, exactly. I don't mean that. I mean there's like there's another set of rings out there. I guess is what oh, I meant to okay. say. They're probably just something in there. Well, world. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, that would make the most. Yeah, sense. yeah, because I think again, what I was going to say is whenever he first confronts James Marsden and he's just like, "What are those rings?" and he's just like, "They help you travel to uh, use worlds. Any mm-hmm. advanced species has been using them for." Oh whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What if Robotnik finds rings? On the mushroom planet. That's what I'm thinking. He's gonna have to get off. Well, but or he see, finds a chaos that mushroom or planet. That's why I think this is how they're gonna introduce Knuckles. Is that mushroom planet is not an advanced civilization? There's nothing there but mushrooms. It's true. So unless the it's unless the rings are a naturally occurring thing, which would kind of negate what Sonic said. If they were naturally occurring, advanced yeah, civilizations exactly. would be the only one that had that's, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I think that'll be what happens, and I think they might even have one of those things where it's like Sonic asks more questions about. What he is like, oh, I know I'm a hedgehog, but like, are there others like me? Yeah, Tom is like, no, Sonic, this is a hedgehog. Yeah. And he's like, this is a mirror. <laughs> this is you. You know, they're not the same. Especially because it is a kid's movie. Yeah. I could easily do that because that's always the thing is like, oh, who am I? What makes me spend? Like, that's just a nice trope for kids' movies and stuff. What if he goes back and he runs into Amy? Oh, God. I, I want the whole squad. I do. I do. Oh, yeah, future me too. Movies. Yeah, I want big fishing. I want Knuckles. Rouge can. Uh, like which Rouge. one's Rouge? The the treasure the hunter. That like she's oh, like a bat. Right. She's like yeah. uh, Knuckles is Amy. I remember yeah. her. Yeah, dude, we need Shadow. Oh, oh if there God. is not Shadow, I'm gonna ride. They're gonna save Shadow for the third one. That's fine. Yeah, that's Actually, totally but cool. But there ha- that has to be like the ultimate end, dude. One of my favorite a, moments, a Shadow interaction mm-hmm. in video games. Give is him a the gun. End of Give Sonic. Him a motorcycle. <laughs> the end of Sonic Adventure Two where you play as both Sonic and Shadow and they're both in like their super like chaos emerald forms. Yeah. Oh, and you're in like this, fighting in space, in space yeah. and shit. That's Oh dope. my God. I remember playing that with friends all like I had a separate save file so we could always play that mission again. Oh God. It's so good. Probably <laughs> controls like shit. No, but yeah. it didn't matter because it's fucking supersonic and hyper shadow. Wasn't they, didn't they call him hyper shadow? Hyper that shadow. Sounds, that sounds shadow. Right. It was like hyper <laughs> shadow. Sounds- so, everybody go see Sonic. 
It, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun, a fun watch. little jaunt. Yeah. Hell, I would even say if you're even the least bit like worried about spending five bucks on a Tuesday discount ticket, then at least watch it when it comes. It'll be on Netflix or something. Yeah. Like, oh, it's de- one this to, is definitely, it's definitely one to watch. It is better than most of the video game movies. I'm going to watch it when it comes out again. I'm going to give it another watch. Just, you know, in the in the privacy yeah, of, of my own sitting, just kind of mm-hmm. enjoying it. It's definitely a background movie. Yeah, you don't have to watch it all the way. Kind of pause it, whatever. Yeah. I'll Fast forward through that middle part. <laughs> There are some dragging moments here and there. The only part that I felt dragged was once they get to San Francisco. No, I thought everything. No, actually, because I liked the stuff in the house. It was. It's basically just that scene on the tower when we're like, think, okay, let's go. Honestly, let, let's Sonic go do his thing. I thought the bar scene kind of dragged a little bit. I liked the bar scene. I, I liked, liked the bar it, scene but too. I still thought it just after a while, I was just like, okay, we get it. All right. Well, yeah, it did go. And then, like the fight, the the whole every the Quicksilver stuff is that was excellent. It was good. It's like I said, it just I felt like it went on a little bit longer than it it should. It's good, but it's still visual humor. It was it was still Sonic manages to eat like six chili dogs in the middle of the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what did you eat? He ate the first one, and then you see his eyes light up like (gasps) like I thought that was a great little callback. That instead of him just being like chili dogs like the whole time, he just eats one and he's like, oh my god, he eats like five or six more of them. There was just lots of little things that I feel like I wouldn't even want to watch this as a background movie because it's not a background movie. It's not like the quips are not enough. Like they're not very laugh out loud. All of them are kind of like, ah, that was a joke. That, ha, that was funny. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like so much of it is visual. So much of it is these smaller cues you pick out or there are some uses of like certain songs and stuff that are nice. Like uh, there's a moment where they have like a piano version of the Green Hill Zone song mm-hmm. that I, I really like a lot. There was a song in like Robotnik's car when he's swinging his arms and jaunting around like the Joker. Is, yeah. What is it like villain playlist or something? Well, something. and again, when, when I'm talking about like the visual stuff, like even Robotnik's gloves, the buttons on there are Genesis controller buttons. Oh, Makes that's sense. the buttons that he's pressing. Mm. Yeah, it's it's he's got six on uh, the outside of his palm and the two start and select on the inside. So it's basically just a Genesis controller. Damn. And there's just little things like that all over that are the ones where it's like, ooh, this is fun to watch visually, but like. I don't know. You I, need more substance. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I just, again, it's one I don't think I'll ever actually watch again. Okay. I will watch animated GIFs <laughs> when people cut out the cool stuff. And I, I am still excited for a sequel. Like I said, this is better than most video game movies that are out there, but it's still just not like, it doesn't reach like great for me, really. Financially, it's the best video game movie. Yes. Yeah, well, it's the best opening. Yes. Which means it'll probably carry over well. Yeah, I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll do just great. Because yes. what was it before? Was it Mario? That was a Detective Pikachu. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Nobody wouldn't fucking saw Mario, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why I thought that. Jesus Christ. No, Mario was the one that didn't bomb, I don't think. Did it? No, I think it did pretty well. Street Fighter was the one that technically, I think, financially didn't bomb. Yeah. Super Mario, I think, did. Maybe, Maybe it yeah. did. I don't know. But this movie was directed by Jeff Fowler and written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. Kudos, guys. Don't know anything about any of those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, I just kind of thought they deserved a little bit of a shout out. Because I really... As a whole, I, I did enjoy this movie as, as a homage to Sonic, and just generally, I thought it was a nice film. Yeah, like Jim Carrey's character was good. Uh, yeah, I always forget the name of the guy, but the the dude uh, from Parks and Recreation is oh, what I know him from. Ben best. Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Ben yes. Schwartz. Yeah. He's the voice of Sonic. Very good voice for Sonic. Some of his lines were a little delivered. Uh, I didn't like them, but only a couple, and then I, I really liked the rest of it. I love the yeah. voice he did. I, I think it was. Again, a good mix without going so far into like the the classic like '90s and two like Sonic X the over the top cartoon the, version yeah. that we know, but then also like it's still 
it, he does a good job. Like he, I saw some interview with him where he was like, I was trying to play Sonic as like just a like hyper energetic kid. <laughs> like he's just a kid that's way too much energy. And yeah, that's I, exactly I how, think he did really good with all that. Yeah. And then, but yeah, it's just in the long run, it's it's not a movie I would sit down and be like, oh, if you don't care about Sonic or you don't have kids. I don't care what commercials say. It's not the funniest movie. Yeah. Bad Boys 3 was funnier than this movie as far as I'm concerned. I agree. If, you, if you're not a Sonic <laughs> fan and you don't have children, there is very little to bring you in to see this film. Yeah. But it won't make you blow your brains out by the end, though. We also have James Marsden as the main voice of Tom. Oh, yeah. Shout out to James Marsden. Yeah, that I thought he was. Why did you say the main voice? He's just so I'm consistent. Sorry. I meant the, like, the main actor voice. I'm sorry. I just said it weird. James Marsden's such a good guy. Yeah, I wish it, they would put him job. in good movies someday. They put him in Hop. <laughs> and hop and what uh, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik of course great job I really loved his end look when he was yeah, on the mushroom, mushroom planet, planet with his huge mustache after he shaves his head he oh what was he saying when he was great. chucking the rock around uh, uh re or rock rock connoisseur yes. that's, uh, that's a fucking great yeah joke. that is a that Jim is Carrey's like, one of those guys he can make any over-the-top role like good just because he just throws himself into it yeah. so well like I and it's funny because this is another one, too, where I would never have thought to cast someone like Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik because we've only ever seen him as like like an legitimately over the top evil person who's usually like the only reason he's ever funny is because he's getting made to be funny mm-hmm. by someone like Sonic. Yeah, he wasn't very much like he's not like menacing in this really, but he he's, was he was always the, the villain to Sonic, but in the eyes of like overall, like the government he was kind of just doing his job and he was just crazy, but he wasn't uh, necessarily the point where he destroyed yes, a city until he started shooting to, rockets yeah. at cars and he shit. did lose it yes. a little bit by the end. Right. And that's what ultimately turned but because he was into, driven to by Sonic. Like yes. you said, because he's like, oh, I've never been beaten before. And yeah. the last person that hit me, like he drinks or, food through a straw or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever. So it, yeah. He turns into the villain ultimately, which is, it's great. But like at the beginning, he is just this, science super smart a really obnoxious scientist who belittles everybody around him and then he yeah he turns through tom punching him and sonic overthrowing him he was getting really him. close to the kind of arrogant is the lead developer in grandma's boy he kind uh, of he's yeah. kind of started reminding me of him a little <laughs> bit even to the point where dr robotnik does the yeah, robot but he just wasn't quite that socially awkward but he, there were a couple moments where he's talking and i'm like he's totally reminding me of that guy shout out to sega thank you for creating sonic oh one more shout out before we move on to the next thing i like the one thing you did miss was the sega original films opening logos mm-hmm. it was like a zoom out of like all these different clips from all of Sega's different games oh, that zoom out damn. and then form like Sega. I'll look that up on YouTube later. And you that can see like Space Channel 5 and Yakuza and all these things where it was like, oh my God, I just saw Kazuma Kiryu on a fucking you big see, screen you were, television you were looking at yeah. Development for the first idea of a Sonic movie. And this is again, this is just like the thought happened. It was in 1993, mm-hmm. and it was during the production of the animated show Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. That was, I'm sorry, that was what I was thinking of earlier. Micheline Risley was in talks with several Hollywood producers. However, CEO at the time, Tom Kalansky, was worried about the negative impact. And Tom Clancy's Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> was worried about the negative impact of the brand, citing previous video game movie adaptations released prior Super Mario Brothers. And Street Fighter. At the time, 
they were viewed as not successful. Uh, but at now the time, we, and still now, yeah. <laughs> now we view them at, we at view, the time, but now too. <laughs> we view them as cult classics now, though. They're you know they have a weird. Do we? Yeah, I mean, there's a community for Some following for each one. I mean, I one. get appreciating Double Dragon still, but like the others, <laughs> no. For your appreciation of Double Dragon, there's another person who appreciates those movies the exact same way. Morons. <laughs> Regardless, uh, Sega pressed on and struck a deal with MGM and Trilogy Entertainment Group in 1994. Uh, film treatment, which is basically a second rough draft, was submitted in May 95 by Richard Jeffries, who was an associate of Risley from her days at Marvel Comics. MGM later canceled the project after a failed revival from DreamWorks. Seemingly, oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Seemingly due to creative differences with Sega and Trilogy or possibly over a deal in profit shares between MGM and Sega. I had multiple people saying different things. Uh, in 2013, Sony Pictures Entertainment acquired the rights. And in 2014, the live action animated film was announced with Sony Pictures and Marza Animation Planet, a subsidiary of Sega Sammy Group. Paramount Pictures announced on October 3rd, 2017, that they had acquired the rights after Sony's Columbia Pictures put the film into a turnaround. The production team remained mostly the same, and it was announced the movie would be released on November 15th, 2019. Then they pushed it up to November 8th. Then we saw him. Then we <laughs> saw uh, <laughs> Images of the first design of Sonic got leaked in around March 2019. Oh, those were dark times, man. That first leak, yeah. everyone was like, this has got to be fake. And those were just mm. images that we got after they showed like the weird silhouette. Yeah, they should. We, yeah. The first so, thing uh, we saw was like his feet hanging mm-hmm. over a car and then or the, something. The first trailer that was released was at CinemaCon in Las Vegas. And then later online, April 30th, people died <laughs> just on the spot. On just April 30th, attack. they released the trailer to everybody and the world wept for Sonic yeah. and what they had done to our poor boy. Sonic. On May 2nd, in response to the criticism, Fowler revealed on Twitter that Sonic was indeed getting a redesign and the date for the movie was set at February 14th. Then on November 12th, we got the second trailer with the newly redesigned Sonic. And to everybody's delight, it was what we got and what we liked. Looks much better. Yeah. That redesign cost about $5 million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was the budget for this movie, guys? $150 million. I'm going to say what my first thought was, was 85 million. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Was it 85 million? 85 million. I almost said 95, but I was like. Dirty cheater. I did not. I swear to God. I mean, again. I did not. It is. That is an estimated budget, but it's about $85 million. On. Fuck yeah. 150. You fool. (laughs) This movie opened on a four day weekend. President's Day weekend. Avengers movies take $150 million to make. It's so first now day. we're in the modern day. Suddenly Travis knows yeah, what the fuck is you up. Step it up with the numbers. Yeah. Call me a cheater. In its first day, it made about $21 million. Yeah. Second day, another $20 million. Yeah. What was it? $66 million for the, the opening weekend. Day three, it was $16 million. And then for President's Day, which, you know, some people do have to go to work. Some people are off. You get a little, it's a little weird, whatever. It made another $12 million. So pretty good. Yes. Opening weekend uh, in the U.S., it was $58 million if you count just the regular weekend. Mm-hmm. And then about $70 million if you include President's Day. And that was the weekend of February 14th, Valentine's. Fucking Birds of Prey bombed so bad. Yep. Because yeah. Birds of Prey was not good. It was yep. okay. I will rewatch Birds nice. of Prey before I rewatch Sonic the Hedgehog. 
That's why I walk out of Birds of Prey saying 6.5 or 7. I'm going to watch them both again. Versus 6 out of 10 for Sonic. Whoa, 6.57? Yeah. For which? Birds wow. of Prey? I enjoyed Birds of Prey the whole too. time through. I did too. We might talk about Birds of Prey as well because we didn't take. I wanted to talk about Birds of Prey, but we didn't have a way I to do it. I was less bored. We haven't talked about it. I was it less bored in Birds of Prey than I was Sonic. I Boom, was more entertained exactly. in Sonic. I thought the, there were more laugh out loud moments in Birds of Prey. I like Margaret Robbie. There were some better, <laughs> like the big, not even set piece scenes because they weren't set pieces, but just the visual language was more entertaining. I think the scene where Harley Quinn goes into the police department is better than anything in Sonic the Hedgehog. Like the it's colors fun. on point. She got really her far for so a police fun station. But exactly. That's another, that's another topic. Her quipping at the cops as they're running by and just mm. how that's the first time I'd be like, she's full blown Harley Quinn right now. Like her pumping those beanbag grenades in her fucking gun. It's just good. like the colors and clouds and gas shooting everywhere and stuff. I can't wait to watch birds of prey again. I don't care if I ever see Sonic the Hedgehog again. So that's my weird that's ass rubric that's for fair. how I felt about the movie. As of February 21st, which was yesterday, this movie has grossed $86.7 million in U.S. and Canada. Hey, Because I'm back. including Canada. Because that's what Wikipedia You know what? We have respect for our northern something neighbors. Something that's going to definitely hurt this movie is not launching in China. Are they not launching in China? They canceled a lot of movies for China because of... Oh, the coronavirus. Wow, I did everything. not even see that because like they're trying not to put it out too much because they don't want people in movie theaters and stuff. There's a lot of cities under quarantine still. And there was like, a, yeah. I think like five or so of like the big releases for this past month and next month have all been canceled. A bunch of movie theaters would be literal breeding grounds. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it makes like, sense. for sure. Yeah. But that's a bummer because this is definitely one you're looking at this. And I'm like, man, this oh, yeah, is like so, huge, so good over huge there. Huge chunk over there. You yeah. got a big cartoony mascot, another film where you don't need to know what everyone's mm-hmm. saying. You don't need to be able to follow the plot, really. Some nice action CGI stuff always kills it's it. It's got the main stuff, Robotnik and Sonic. Yeah, yeah. you recognize James Marsden from Westworld. You got everything yeah. you need. <laughs> Cumulative worldwide, this has made, and again, for the newer movies, it's harder because these numbers keep getting updated literally every day. Yeah. So right now it's at 137 million with everybody that is international, us all together. Awesome. Sonic 2 is coming without a doubt. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Under sequels, I have duh, duh because yeah. <laughs> why the fuck not, right? Yeah, I'm just oh man. You're leaving like a solid 200 million on the. You're right on the you're floor without it being right. in China, mm-hmm. and it sucks because that this is one of those movies where they're probably hoping for that, and they're sitting there thinking, "Thank God it did as well opening weekend." Is yeah, because like, one of the first things I saw that article on either I think it was Variety or something where like some exec at Paramount was just like, "We're beyond." thankful that it did this well because mm-hmm. like it exceeded all of our expectations which means i mean for a video game movie they probably were pegging this as something under a detective pikachu or at least very close just because yeah, it's I like know. similar levels of popularity and like as far as in pop culture and but stuff still it's rare that anybody beats pokemon exactly like yeah you Pokemon's don't the number one media yes. franchise on the planet you don't release something thinking like oh we're gonna fucking nail pokemon yeah no yeah to beat pokemon and but then that yes. combined with being like fuck we're looking at what's happening in, like around the world right now and mm-hmm. that's a big chunk of change these days for you know any big budget hollywood production yeah, that's why that fucking scene with the Sonic run across the Great Wall of China is in that movie is because they're like, this is going to be in Chinese theaters. They're going to eat this shit up. He's not wrong. So thank God it did as well as it did, because if it hadn't had like such a crushing opening weekend domestically, I think it would have been a one off. 
I think the only That's reason very possible. The only reason we're gonna get a Sonic two for sure is because it did so good that opening weekend. And I'll be excited once this this weekend's over to see what the drop off is mm-hmm. and see if it's actually got the legs to like really keep it going. I'll say a couple more things about Sonic. The Tails voice at the end is the voice actress that does Tails in the video games. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Additionally, Colleen Villiard, the voice of Tails in the video game series since 2014, mm-hmm. reprised her role in the mid credit scene. That's awesome. Bam. Yeah. Yes. That's and really also cool. another just odd thing, Gary Chalk, who previously voiced Grounder and Robotnik in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, that first one, oh, and Sonic Underground, respectively, appears as the U.S. Navy Chief of Staff. Cool. That's funny. I wonder <laughs> if that's the the head guy. No. That, yeah. that guy is the... He's an actual like Hollywood actor. We know. Oh, okay. I know he was. Was he Damien Dark and Arrow? And oh, uh, the one that Robotnik yells at. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it might. That Captain might. Captain Taylor. I think or like Major this guy Taylor might be the one that, that goes to the door and gives them the Olive Garden gift card. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. The gen- yeah, because that that would have been like the general or whatever. Sonic Underground, man. Jesus. Uh, also, half of it was a good game. <laughs> no, that's a that's a show. Sonic Underground. Oh, sorry, that was what the, am I thinking of? That the was the one with one. the musical instruments. Is that the oh Unleashed? Sorry, I post-apocalyptic one. That one and then the other one are both kind of post-apocalyptic. Okay. Yeah. Also, I really one of the another Easter eggs that I really really enjoyed was Sonic mocking Robotnik at the end, calling him Eggman and stuff. Mm. I was kind of going to be upset if they didn't call him Eggman. Yeah. At all. Was a guarantee they set it up with Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady. Sure, but you know you never that's know. Where, sometimes that's where it was going. That's how I thought it was funny. That I, but I really like as soon as he called the guy that. Donut Lord, I was like, that's how they're going to make Eggman make sense. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. That's a that's, that's a that's yeah. a good point. Because yes. one little known fact is that Dr. Robotnik as a name was developed for Western audiences. Yeah. His original name in the Japanese games is just Eggman. Just like He's not Dr. Robotnik at all, and it's Mm -hmm. just everywhere outside of Japan they use that character name. Just like Mega Man. Not quite like Dr. Mega Man. Mega Man's Rockman. No, like the Doctor. Dr. Wily is Dr. White. Yeah, and Dr. The doctor that's it's like three different characters, man, that are all they, named differently. They change things. It's the same thing. It's like three different characters. They this change is one the guy. names. This is one guy. You so, fuck. <laughs> currently, are you guys watching anything? Catch anything? Still watching start Mythic Quest? Anything this I'm week? I'm still watching The Outsider. I still need to start Mythic Quest. I watched the, well, not a bunch of movies. I watched three movies. I watched Whoa. Knives Out. I don't know if I have time for three movies. Great no, movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, Drew and I are going to talk about Knives Out probably. That's why, because I have it on here for that. I watched actually. Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> you, did you actually you, finish you it? You attempted it, right? I attempted. No, yes. I don't finish bad movies. Okay. I watched 40 How do you minutes know bad of this. if you didn't finish them? Because, what if it turns like, around? most things, it's like. Can you say a video game is bad if you truly never finished it? Sure. It's your opinion. Yes. You're allowed to say that. It's like. If I was to tell someone, hey, you should play Final Fantasy 13, it really gets good after about 20 hours. Yeah. If you're not the type of person that wants to put 20 hours into a game before it gets good, I can agree with you playing it and then coming away thinking it was bad. It's bad for you. When we're judging R, we're talking about from the personal perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Jojo Rabbit is not a competently made movie. I'm not saying that everyone who worked on that is better at doing what they do than I will ever be. I just didn't enjoy it. I found it bad. And if it can't get into a fucking movie after 40 minutes... For a movie that only had another 60 minutes. And I thought about it. I thought, you know, it's only another 60 minutes. I could give it that. But I decided not to. Especially because I just watched Knives Out the night before. And that's another one of those movies where I'm pausing it to get up to like go to the bathroom. You don't miss and it. I'm like, thank yeah. God there's so much more. 
And Jojo Rabbit, I paused it like three times in the 40 minutes that I'm watching this. And I'm like, oh, my God. And that was more of oh to take God. a break because you had to. <laughs> it was this is my usual. I'm getting up, making another drink or going to the bathroom or feeding the cat. Cat scratch the door. I go feed the cat. But it was just one of my God sat there and I was like, do I really want to give this another hour of my time? And I just decide not to. And I'm excited for Drew to actually watch it because I or no, you said you started and you took a break and you went to sleep. It's not no, like you I know both, because you were tired, you worked that day. It's not like well, negative, I'd work in the morning and it's like I'd watched Knives Out earlier in that day. And uh, I was still kind of more focused on Knives Out. Yeah, just because I mean, we'll talk about it later mm-hmm. or in a, in a little mm-hmm. bit. I just I fuck it. Talk about it now. That movie was just so well made. Yeah, it, Knives it, Out was incredible. It, I liked it just it a lot. blew my mind. Yeah, this, and like I put it in here because I kind of wanted you guys to sell me on Knives Out. Yeah, I won't spoil it because I do want you to watch it, and it would be very easy to spoil it. Caitlin yes. wants to see it. Since we tried to go see it in the theater, I've just been kind of like, Meh, I don't care if I see it or not. So I wanted you guys to kind of sell it. Drew, you were saying, though, I'm sorry. So, like, you've always said that, like, Ryan Johnson's, like, a great director. You liked The Last I Jedi. Think he's a great director and a great writer. Right, right. In, in Knives Out, for sure. This is a comedy, right? Yeah, it's got some comedy bits to it. Black comedy? But it's more of, like, a whodunit kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, it's not Orient- slapstick comedy. So, like, Orient Express? <laughs> no. It's a much Remember better movie than Orient Express, but yes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but, it's a comedy just in that, like, the, there are situations that are funny, it's one of those things where the people in the movie, it's not like they're trying to be funny. It's almost like funny because of comedic timing. Absurdism. Yes. Uh, it's just everything's well timed. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And again, Johnson's just a very clever writer in sure. general. So like there's certain things that he does where the way it's written, it's just, it's more like face palmy and just can't believe that certain characters are acting the way they are given the circumstances. It's not funny. Like a mo- like the hangover is funny. I don't right? always like that. But yeah, it's just also, yeah, a testament to Johnson as a filmmaker, like his editing was or whoever he chose as his editor was just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like during that interview scene between, you know, how he was switching between like their stories, between the flashbacks to like what happened to like an interview to like, I don't know. It just kind of blew my mind. It does a really good job at keeping your attention. It's one of those films where because it is, it does remind me a lot of like something like Clue. Because of the whodunit nature, but they're I also like say, yeah. the characters are not as over the top, which is a big selling point. Sure. Like they're all much more believable. It's <laughs> again a different kind of comedy, but all of the the acting is so good. Anna de Armas, I think that's her name, who was which, like way better in it. Than I thought she was uh, the housekeeper. I can't yeah, think it's of Anna de Armas. Yeah, um, I looked her up. What's her character's name? It's not Meg, is it? Or Megan? Marta. Or? Marta. Yeah. Okay. yeah. God, I I didn't want to say Marta because I. Uh, same character in the rest of it. Oh, She's excellent. I was not expecting her to basically be the main character. So the big thing that I thought was really interesting about this movie, and it's, I'm going to say it's kind of sort of a spoiler so that maybe while you're editing, if you decide to take this part out, you can, but I don't, I don't think it'll spoil you. I'll leave it up to your discretion. But the big question that the movie presents you with, which is who killed who? Harnsby, sure. the old man that owns this house you are told about 40 minutes into this two hour long film mm-hmm. exactly who did it and how it happened and, and why. Okay. And it's excellent. Like just that in itself is written so well. And then the film continues from there. So already within like, again, the first half of the film, it's already subverted your expectation of what a whodunit can be, which again, I think just speaks to how clever Ryan Johnson's writing can be at times, but every character is just so interesting. It's one of those where, you know, everyone seems to have like a motive, but it, 
But then at that point, it's like, well, not all nine of them killed this guy right, all yeah. together and did like this perfect murder. Or did well, they? Who knows? now, I mean, as we learned from again, uh, I think Daniel Craig is fucking awesome in this. Like it's he's so good. He's the only one that I would say is almost a caricature just because it's so it's so silly seeing him play this this type of like Southern draw old time chicken farmer kind of voice. <laughs> Foghorn, character who's just like a private investigator. Because he's English. He's a that, but just yeah. like the type of characters he usually plays. Mm-hmm. It's just not who this is. Sure, like very and, put. He's usually very well put together. Yeah, and very. I, I will say, like his ending monologue, like towards the end of it, almost had me crying. Just I don't remember all that. To uh, me, it I, did. It could have been. I, I did. It's one I. <laughs> I want to rewatch it again very soon because I just enjoyed it that much that it. it it's a fun one to watch. Like I said, it, it's it's constantly engaging. There was not a moment in it that I felt was boring or a drag or anything. Which is why I think I think you would like it, even if it's it sounds like a premise that maybe you wouldn't grab you right away, because I would say the trailers almost didn't do it justice. I would say they that kind of make it seem sillier and mm-hmm. more yeah. like all I can think about run is and that run and run into the conclusion. That I think it, it was a, I think it was just a thing on Twitter that kept popping up was like Chris Evans and the dog or something. Mm-hmm. Just I kept that's the only thing that I think of when I think of Knives Out. Yeah, that's how poor the marketing was. It's like I think of this clip from Twitter that probably has nothing to do with the movie. Well, it's also in the marketing. I had no idea Ana de Armas was in the movie at all because I don't remember her. Yeah, ever being. exactly. Yeah, I, I think she's probably somebody they she's in like the long like, oh, who, 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 who's in it? Because, yeah, you, from the marketing, you'd think, yeah, the main characters are Chris Evans and fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She, I did, too. She was good. She, she's she nailed it. And I was like, man, I could have used like 10 more scenes with her. Yeah, she pops I felt the same up way. on like the Game Grumps and some YouTube people. And she just seems like the most genuine, funny, nice person mm. to like just fuck around with, jump around with. Yeah. No, I get that good as Freaky well. Freaky Friday, good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Lindsay Lohan, Prime. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis film. Drew, what about you? Have you? I'm I'm sold on Knives Out. Mm. I will watch it. Also, really want to watch Parasite because I just want to see if I like it. Because I read like the thing on it, and I was just like, "This, this is, this is what the movie's about." So, well, you shouldn't have read what they, what it's about. Parasite's really more about the surprise or the twist than anything. Nah. Do you read a synopsis or like you know what happens in the movie? I know a little enough to where I could probably forget pretty easily, but. Mm. I think I know the twist that everybody's talking about and I can still enjoy the film for what it is. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going in it with negatives. I just kind of want to see how well, how they take what you know about it and make it interesting or something that you, like, you I think, assume the acting hits the high. I assume the acting is probably it. very good and it's very believable and, and something. And it's probably got those awkward, intense situations that are like, feel kind of real mm. and that's why they're like awkward because it's you're like oh man i am uncomfortable right yeah. now <laughs> and i mean that makes for good movies and television so drew did you catch anything else other than knives out that you yeah. want to talk about no i like i like travis said i started jojo rabbit but i just had a long day at work and then i had worked the next morning so i i plan to rewatch it or actually get, give it a give it a good watch because i really do think you'll like it and i i really respect taika watiti as a director I think what we do in the shadows is fantastic. What's that vampire show? That right? yeah, it's huh. not a show. Well, oh, it is it's a not? show now. It was, it was a, a, but movie it was a movie first. first. Ah, yeah. Okay. And I think what he did with Thor and you know managing to like revitalize him as a character in the Marvel universe was just incredible. And so I, for much as what Travis says is this movie is boring to him, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna go in with open arms. No, oh, yeah, I wouldn't tell anyone not to watch it. It was just one that, from what little I know about. 
Taika is like I said, I watched Thor Ragnarok, which is fine. I don't love it as much as a lot of other people do. Mm-hmm. And then I think I've seen the first 30 minutes also of like what we do in the shadows, which I don't think that was one I got bored with. I just remember I think I turned it on, had to do something else and I just never put it back on. Yeah. It's the only one where at the time so many people were like, sure. oh, this is so funny. You got to watch it. And yeah, it's something about the movie. Like I'm watching it and it was just one where it's like, not only am I waiting for something to happen, but like, I don't care about anything that has happened already. And it just, the few moments that are supposed to be funny just seemed more of like, huh, isn't it wacky that Hitler and this kid are like talking together and stuff? And I'm like, I guess so. I did enjoy those Hitler scenes. with like literally anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> is the scene still funny? No. Well then this joke's going to get really old to me really fast because I don't, you didn't I don't find know. it funny. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, it just didn't hit me. I don't know. See, I liked it. I enjoyed the juxtaposition of the kid being, you know, having imagining Hitler as a, <laughs> I mean, a, I get it. Yeah. Like, I feel oh, like if you have to ask, is it too soon to make fun of Hitler stuff? You probably shouldn't do it. No, it's not that too soon. There's plenty of funny Hitler things I've seen. I guess. Yeah, come on. I guess. I don't know many of them, but that's just me. There's that's plenty. Fine. There's sure. glorious bastards. But it's this type of funny. It's Hitler? Yeah, Hitler's you, what are you? Dude, I haven't seen Inglourious. I think I saw Inglourious Bastards once, and it was years ago. Uh, forgive yeah, me. He does I remember s- like the baseball scene, or the baseball ball bat scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was like, sorry. The bear <laughs> Jew. Yeah. yeah the bear. And stuff like that. But uh, Hitler being in there. Uh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Cause there's that one scene with uh, Hitler where uh, he goes nine, 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 nine. Yeah. But see, that's not even, they're not even really making fun of, like, that's not a He's joke. He's just saying no. Was, yeah, oh no, I know. <laughs> I wasn't even saying it was a joke. I yeah. was just saying that. Oh, okay. I got you. Right. That he was in there. Yeah. But Ethan asked, is it too early to make fun of him? Sorry. I, I definitively I, say no. I guess that was, that was the wrong way to word that. It's yeah. just, because you were saying like Hitler being, I don't know. Well, basically Hitler is just this little kid's imaginary best friend. This kid has no friends. And so he sees Hitler as like the one person in his life who's like, oh, you can do it, buddy. And like, oh, that guy's so mean. And Do they like explain he, why? Or well, did you just he's not a little kid growing yeah. up in Germany. He has and no there's friends. a lot of propaganda and stuff. You're taught that like. You know the German you know, government no, is perfect. Okay, fair and the Jews are evil. What? What's the? Hitler's what's the year? Like this, it's, it's World like War Two. It's like oh, okay, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. They were no. Like, it's not like 2008 and the kids. No, he's like a little German. No, boy. that makes like perfect the, sense. Yes, there was a lot of. He was being raised. The Hitler they're in like youth, boot yeah. camp. That, and I stuff. mean, he's like 10 years old and doesn't have any buddies except for this one fat kid or whatever. I don't know. That seems like something I would be interested in seeing. But yeah, I don't know if that would. That can how long do you say it was an hour and it's like an it's, hour 40. It's yeah. not lo- a long movie. And that's why it was so funny where I was thinking to myself, like, do I want to finish this? And like an hour 40, just I can, power through I can bust it. that yeah. shit out anytime. Like if you're under two hours long, I'll watch it. But I, I, I don't know <laughs> something about it. I just didn't care. Like, I mean, Hey, that's fine. I was like, oh, I'd rather just like keep playing. I was I was thinking, you know what would be more fun right now? Turning on Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and when that put through my mind, I was like, this must be bad. <laughs> this must not be very good. Going back to things to watch. I did the same thing with Parasite, though. Like, mm-hmm. I watched it way too late at night when I had, you know, had work the next day. See, that's a really mistake because it's subtitles. So, you know, you yeah. got to be in it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was talking to a friend about the other day. They were like, oh, I tried to watch Parasite. And I was like, laying in bed. And I just like couldn't get into it. And I was like, that's- laying in bed watching a movie is the death of immersion. You cannot really get immersed and be in it if you are like laid back in a bed that's just my feeling the second you're able to you can start falling asleep or you're just you're just not as engaged as mm-hmm. like sitting up straight and watching and taking in what you're viewing agreed it's fine like sometimes you don't have that ability but then it's also like you've got to decide what am i going to watch tonight 
Like if, if if you're already if you're in the mood to lay down, you're gonna um oh, I'm, I'm I work late, you know I gotta get up early in the mm-hmm. morning. You don't put on Parasite. You throw on that same fucking Netflix show that you've seen twenty times. That's just you office, don't have to pay attention to. Toss on the Office, man. Yeah, you, you throw on some. It's always sunny. Throw sure. on some King of the Hill. Futurama. The Good Place. Yeah. No. Yep, the Good Place no, and the, the League have been no, my ones. Where I'm just, I'm oh, you put the League in there. That's fine. The League lately because yeah. I hadn't rewatched sure, it in a long time. But the Good great. Place is my new like. The no. Good Place has replaced the Office for Parks me. and Rec because you're gonna miss. You know what's gonna happen is uh, in like three or four months you're losing the Office and Parks you're and right. Rec. Yep. So you need to make that transition. Wow, soon. really? Mm-hmm. You think need to make what, that where transition. Where are they going? HBO quick. Max? Uh, no, I, I think no. I was throwing, I I was throwing one out there. I don't their know. Own thing, uh, so okay. they're going to start their own streaming service. Comcast fucking NBC Universal streaming <sighs> service thing, I guess. God. I watched the first episode of the new season of Clone Wars. Nice. On Disney I meant Plus. to ask you about that. It's still coming out week to week, too, right? Yeah, it is. It's a weekly uh, thing there. I don't think Disney Plus will ever do like a, have a full season come out. Never say never, motherfucker. They could literally flip a switch and do it. I think yeah. the first like handful of episodes revolve around the the clones most, mostly, and then the last later part of the series is the wars is like the Anakin and Ahsoka stuff. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> no, boo. Uh, the Anakin and Ahsoka stuff, yeah. which is I think what everybody's kind of really wanting. And I get you. And I keep you subscribed <laughs> just in case we get a little clip. Also, I was just getting a random hair for Lord of the Rings and stumbled upon the animated one, which I'd realized I'd never seen before. The film was done in 1978, and it relied heavily on rotoscoping, Mm -hmm. which I had probably seen before in movies, but never to such a degree. The original Star Wars, man. Caitlin told me that these orcs spooked her as a child, and I can see why, because they're basically just dudes. (laughs) <laughs> with like, with like, uh, you know, animation cells put on over them, yeah. and it's it's they look pretty terrifying. So, Star Wars one, the, the A New Hope, mm-hmm. when Luke is on his uh, speeder with Obi Wan and R two D two and yeah. C three PO, and they're going across the Tatooine desert. Mm-hmm. Roscoe, nice. It's just did not realize that they put in. They even draw. They paint in the shadows with like a matte board. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being shown in this in school. And really, yeah. Is this the animated one? Mm-hmm. The not from 1978? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah, being in elementary school and <laughs> showing this. I'm pretty sure. Dude. If I'm thinking of the same one. Yeah, there is only, well, there's technically two that he did. Because he did The ba- Hobbit as well. Bashki, right? I think is what it is. Yes, he did, a, he did a Hobbit in 77, and then he did this one. And he wanted to have this labeled as part one because he thought people going into this movie would assume that it was the whole series of Lord mm. of the Rings. And he was exactly right. People were pissed. <laughs> this one, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I remember watching this in the 90s being shown in, in elementary school. And then, like, I, I remember because uh, the, the Hobbits really stood out to me as a kid. And then, like, I remember whenever the Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings Freaky came fucks. out. All the artwork's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it really is with the his colors in the background, how it's it's just like it's really free form in certain shots where what it's a, just like what colors. mushrooms taken during the production of this film. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it's was got a very shroomy look, but yeah, all the like all the orcs and then the the horse riders from like Rohan, they are it's it's just weird. You're just like looking at guys that are like drawn on. It's it's just freaky, but I, I really enjoyed watching that. You know, I wouldn't say it's a great <laughs> movie. It was fun, and I I like to appreciate stuff like that. Like if you've never seen Lord of the Rings before, go see. The Peter Jackson one. God, don't don't need, jump in with this they one. They need yet. 4K Blu-ray. I am a big. I am so a big bad. fan oh, of those. Really, they don't. 
No, they don't yeah, really I'm a big oh, fan wow. of those movies. The ones I was watching that I found, those are extended versions, right? Yeah, like I don't think I've then. actually seen those before because those scenes I was like, you never see the extended. I was like, wait a minute, I've never seen this conversation happen before. Weird, yeah, because the yeah. extendeds don't air on television, obviously. I, I don't, uh, yeah, and that's probably I, where I've, time for that. And I've either seen them on television or Netflix. So, yeah, well, I want to say Netflix would have had the extendeds. No, nope. There really? is a there huh. is a conversation between I think it's the the king of Rohan and Aragorn yeah. about his daughter. Mm-hmm. Never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I mean, I have now. But <laughs> yeah, the extendeds are the ones like every time I've rewatched the the movies, it's always the extendeds. Yeah. Just because why would you watch? The I can see ones? why they're, just, they're yeah, much definitely. better. And then our last thing, guys, is something I created that you're probably gonna hate, but I don't care. It's called "What's the Beat on the Street." <laughs> I like and it's it. for news. I think the name already. And oh, okay. I was you're... like, I just want to know what it's about. It's for news. Okay, it is news. Beat okay. on the street is news. What's the beat on the street? But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. A beat is literally stuff that's going on on the street. Mm-hmm. It's like a cop has a beat. It works. <laughs> I get it. I think <laughs> it works. It works. It works. So we're going to talk about some TV news, movie, entertainment, anything we pick up going on during the week. Mm-hmm. For the most part, this is going to be still every other week when we do watches. But then when we start moving stuff around and certain things change, this will become probably a weekly show also, especially after we run out of video game movies. We'll never run out. Yeah, we will. I have many. Unless planned. you switch to unless you switch to animated, which there are plenty of. I've been producing some things <laughs> on the side. <laughs> or we start to include the stuff that went straight to DVD. It's a lot of Pokemon movies. Or we get to start watching those uh, video game in the movies where it's like, Series is that we want to rewatch, like replay, but we don't have time, so we can just watch like Assassin's Creed the movie. Oh yeah, and like, we can like, do or something. We could do like <laughs> movies that became video games. If that's, that's anyway, too, first up, oh, that's too many. Netflix <laughs> announced the cast for the upcoming animated He Man and the Masters of the Universe Revelations, and Mark Hamill will be the voice of Skeletor. And there's a couple. <laughs> that's of, a good choice. Yeah, there's a couple other people worth noting on here: uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Alicia Silverstone, Alicia. Wow, they're really Silverstone. Excuse people. me. And then Justin Long and Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ. And then also Chris Conroy, who I was going to omit, and Travis shamed me. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> oh, no, I think this is, this is Chris Conroy. You asked me who Kevin Conroy yeah. was did I? earlier. Yeah, you yes. did. Ah, oh, crap. Now I got to look at this. Fucking God amateur. Now I have no idea. Oh, my God. Fucking Twitter. Seriously? This is your problem getting all your fucking news from Twitter. Twitter's up to date on the news, man. That's just, that's them's facts. All right. Chris Conroy, Kevin Smith, He-Man. Oh, Kevin Smith is involved in this series. You should open with that. No, you typed Chris when you should have typed Kevin. Damn. So it was Kevin Conroy. I apologize for that. That was just my bad. Eli Roth is revealed to be director of an upcoming Borderlands film by Lionsgate. Dude, you know what? Okay, yep. I'm going to take this moment because this is the, okay. the movie and TV and entertainment podcast. And I haven't had a chance to bring this up on the show. Oh, God, what is it? Did y'all see all this shit with fucking Johnny Depp and uh, his ex-wife, Amber Heard. She had been, they got divorced like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. She had been talking about how he was physically abusive. Yeah, she put all those videos and, up and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, she would, like, record him in the house where he was kind of, I think he was drunk. Right? Well, maybe. Or he's he, a big he, wine he dude. He appeared yeah. to be slightly something. Because yeah. I think he yeah. spends, like, 10 grand a month on wine or something insane like that. It's like fucking toilet paper. For him, but bro. Johnny <laughs> Depp 
his lawyer released mm. all of the the recordings from their couples therapy sessions or whatever because they were told to record their Jesus, conversations that's... to share with couples therapy. Yeah, and Amber Heard admitted to like being the one who would beat up Johnny Depp. Yeah, she's Poor a Johnny. piece of shit of a person. Poor Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, she would like hit him, and he was like, uh, like he was talking about how he would like Bless he's it. saying, oh, I need to like call so and so. I'm gonna go stay with him, and she would call him like a pussy and be like, yeah, I, Jesus, I didn't. If she was like, I didn't punch you, I hit you. Like I didn't it wasn't using a closed fist and just all this <laughs> stuff, like basically describing Damn. the acts and stuff. I mean, that's you and never I was like, know. holy shit, dude, this is terrible. And just like the way Johnny has sounds like when he's talking and stuff, where he's just like it sounds really I don't even want to like, keep trying to like yeah, yeah like, just trying to get like, out of it. Maybe, I love yeah. you, but like this is a bad environment for me, blah blah blah. And like all these sound like tapes are released now, and then no one's fucking talking about it. It was a big fucking hubbub, it's, me too thing when Amber Heard mm, getting beat all up that, by Johnny so yeah. Depp trying to ruin his fucking career. And now no one's talking about all these fucking, it's her voice. It's like, it's it's irrefutable evidence. It's her own testimony. That's yeah. crazy. I'm man. just like, holy shit. I'm sorry. There is a petition to have her removed from the next Aquaman movie. Yeah, but petitions don't fucking go anywhere. It's true. Especially if, I mean, if you aren't seeing this as like a post on like CNN or something like that. Like, yeah, you're, I, I have not heard. I didn't see anything CNN. about anybody. Like, there ain't no shit on TMZ. Like, <laughs> there might like, be something. Yeah, you really there, think there TMZ, might be something on TMZ would have picked this up or at least ran with it harder? Well, even I know, then, I like, follow them back on to YouTube. When, so, yeah, if they had released the video, I probably would have seen it. Yeah, that. if you look it up, like, you, the sites that you see that have, like, covered any of this stuff are not the sites that are getting enough eyes for people to, like, really talk about. It's like it's getting buried. Yeah, but even then, I bet you if you go to TMZ right now and type in the word Johnny Depp, probably the first thing you would come up was. You know when it, people Post were still two, thinking three he was years a, ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, from when he was a piece of sh- when people were thinking he was a piece of shit. Money? You want to put some money on that bit? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on. I did see some stuff donut. where yeah, people were talking about oh she needs to be taken out of Aquaman <laughs> and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's just crazy. It just sucks that like. Hope I spelled uh, Johnny Depp wrong. I feel bad, but uh, I just, it's one of those things I've been meaning to bring up on Johnny the podcast, Depp's but it doesn't really fit into our so other show. Yeah, D E P P. Yeah. I went J H O N. Yeah, that's crazy because his lawyer dumped like three or four hours of fucking audio online, and you can find like clips of it on YouTube, where you can find like the whole like unredacted audio and stuff. And yeah, if you even type it in, it's not even like a trending thing or anything. You have to fit like actually. Oh write well, out, like, I mean, it's down there. That's what I'm saying. It's down it's, there. But, yeah, like it's, it's you have to. And there's a bunch. What's like, her name? Amber. Amber Heard. Heard. Yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff about her first mm-hmm. that before you get to the thing where it's Johnny Depp's. Files new legal docs claiming proof he never struck Amber Heard. But there's a bunch of other things like if she says something like I cut off your fucking finger or some shit like, like yeah, one there's photos of him now where you can see now with context that he had like his hand wrapped mm-hmm. when he was shooting like what, the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie or whatever. And you find now that it's because she fucking cut off the fucking tip of one of his fingers Fuck. there's a it, and they, they cgi his hand in the movie so you can't see the rap he's got before on you get down to that one about that stuff it go there's one that says amber heard talks in sign language at women's march building her yeah, up and that's what a yeah, lot of people are talking about yeah. yeah she's like the face of all this like women's march stuff or Damn. and then like yeah i saw a little bit of like a trending thing on twitter if you like go digging for it but even then it was like dead within hours yeah, only probably a couple thousand yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but it's just man, it's it's crazy. That is crazy. I'm sorry that's been bothering you for so long, man. I just I've been it's one of those I wanted to talk about. Like I didn't have a way. To, like I didn't you know, know if anyone heard about it. And then also I was also still just like I bet they haven't heard about it because it's 
I hadn't heard. I heard about no, it like a right. week or two I, later. I remember that stuff back then. It was then, buried in like but, a Reddit like thing about like some other post about Amber Heard, and then you like read it up in the comments. You go wow. deep enough, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, but did you hear about this?" And I clicked. I was like, "Holy shit! No, I hadn't heard about you this." You never, you never know. Yeah, hey, I remember seeing about it on Reddit, but I didn't actually go and listen to the the tapes or anything. Yeah, I mean, I I just listened to a few of the clips and stuff, like the really more like damning ones, and yeah, yeah. read some of the stuff that like started piecing some of these things together. But it's crazy. That's yeah, very sad for him. Well, on a lighter note, but also <laughs> at the same time, on a sad note, the long running and community beloved show Steven Universe will be coming to a hardcore conclusion in May. I never watched I, it in March. I'm sorry. I thought it was already over because I read something yeah. about Steven Universe Future. Yes, they are currently doing Steven or they did Steven Universe Future for season five. That was their finale. Mm. Then they did a movie of the same show, which kind of tied it up and did a few of, you know, the normal movie ending stuff. But they decided to, I guess, bring it back for a four episode series finale and wrap it up the, I guess, the right way. Maybe, the right maybe way. there's some questions left unanswered. Just let Until die. in two years, they decided to reboot. What finales do you need? It's not, I mean, it's not so much just let it die. They're, they're trying to finish it in the right way. I know it has a hardcore following. Uh, Adventure Time type, you know, exactly. It's very loved. You know, the community is very big and they love. Did you watch it? Steven Universe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, really? a lot, a handful of the couple of first seasons. A I, handful I'm, of the couple of first like, seasons. Like season one to three, I think I've, I've seen a lot of it. You're going to catch back up? You're going to, now you got Probably nice not. I don't know where ending. I would watch all of it at, actually. Yeah. Is is it, I think it's on Netflix. Is it a Disney Channel? No, thing? it's not on Netflix. Is it not? It's a Nickelodeon. It's a Cartoon Network. Or maybe it's Hulu. Oh, but now I don't know, now I don't know who Hulu. has it. Yeah. Well, oh, Hulu. If it was okay. on Cartoon Network, then yeah, they no, go, okay. all their stuff goes to Hulu. But uh, Rebecca Sugar, the show's creator, spoke very fondly of the show's last episodes and the whole experience doing the show and her involvement with the community and vice versa, the community's love and admiration for her. So really nice show. Wish her all the best. I, I really like Steven Universe. It was cool. One little now fuck Steven Universe. I watched the first Jesus. three episodes the other day. I forgot about this, and I want to go back and keep watching more of uh, Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. That's a great show. I finally started watching that because it's on Disney Plus. Watch, yeah. If you like that, you should check out uh, Over the Garden Wall. Nah, it's got fuck. What's his name? Nah, not important. But the other it's thing Frodo's I wanted to mention name? was Elijah Wood. Thank you. It's got Elijah Wood and a couple other people in it. Uh, Christopher <sighs> Lloyd's in there. And if I want he Elijah Wood, I'll watch more Wilfred. I never it's not that Wilfred. I, Wilfred's Wilfred was great. great. It's really show. good. That show gets but it's crazy. Also, it's a the short series, seasons. so you could finish it really quick. Yeah. But something I want to bring up, it might be on your news list. So I apologize. That's okay. I'm skipping ahead. Right. Did you see that they have finally confirmed that there will be a Friends reunion special? Yep. With yeah, I all saw that. The sure cast members on did. HBO Max. Friends reunion is happening on HBO Max. All six stars will be there. And they will be reprising their role. Now, this is not a series reboot. It's an unscripted special. Yes, you do not get a full like. Wait, so they are reprising roles. Okay. Is that what that says, the article? I mean, it says all six of them will be in the show. So I don't, is it just I like assume, a couch talk of them just talking about so, the series? Yeah, or the way I think it's just going to be like a fucking like hour long talk. Talky. Like, where oh, just, I mean, from what I got, I thought it was going to be. Did it say reprising? Because you read reprising roles. Is that something you wrote I may out? Have re- I may you, have rewritten oh, okay. that out because the line was, it's a very special one episode. Yeah. So I got that it was going to be an actual like. It just says uh, that they're returning the, to the original soundstage, stage 24, on the Warner Brothers studio lot in Burbank 
to celebrate the long running series. Oh yeah, that sounds just like a sounds like a celebration in a, sounds, in a talk. Paid at least I don't want two that. and a half million a piece. You wanted it. You wanted new content. Not necessarily new content, but like a what's the joke that they do with all their episode names? Oh, I don't know. I've never watched Friends. The one about like where are they now or something? You know, just like a. Uh, no, when I read it, it's an unscripted thing. So that's when I read yeah, the yeah, word yeah. unscripted, I was like, this is not going to be like a, yeah, you're right. That, it's not going to be a stage no. play where this is like improv. I got the impression it was going to be, yeah, like a, where are they now? Kind of episode no, where all it's gonna just be a on two, one they're thing. They're going to be sitting, you know, like the whole two couch thing. Yeah, exactly. They put the more mm-hmm. famous people in the front and the less three famous <laughs> ones in the back. Yes. They're going to have the couches a little askew and they're going to sit there and ask questions like, you know, yeah, you're right. You Every question that they've been asked the for today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, what's the significant? How's your life changed since Friends? Like, well, Friends. Every question you've ever heard already. Friends asked. lover eighty nine on Twitter asks. Yeah, yeah like it's. I, I mean. I'm a little disappointed that that's what it is. I it's just a thing to remind you. Hey, by the way, Friends is not going to be on any other platform but HBO Max. Now, yeah, starting <laughs> April tenth or whenever. Yeah, the it's fuck. it's around the when they're releasing that episode, I believe. And then uh, one other thing I saw that Drew might have missed and would be excited about Reno 911's main cast officially reuniting for Quibi revival. Yeah, Ethan posted about this in uh, a while ago. Yeah, oh, wow. okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in the like, Slack. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Quibi is, but I'm super excited. I, for, <laughs> I think it's some sort of like short form video platform. So I think these are all supposed to be like five, 10 minutes a piece or something. Oh, that's perfect. But uh, yeah, that, I thought that was really cool. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Reno 911. Crazy underrated show. <laughs> it's so good. So many of like your favorite comedy actors were either stars in it or have cameos in it. Zach Galifianakis is in it. Keegan-Michael Key shows up. Charlie Day and his wife show up in a skit. Yeah. They're, the waitress? Yeah. Apparently Charlie Day shows up at some point in Mythic Quest. So I'm excited. I, I'm for not that. surprised. I was thinking about that the other day when you were talking about it. He's I was an like, executive producer. I keep seeing his name every episode. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for him to pop up. Yeah, well, I was thinking, I mean, Caitlin Olson and Glenn Howerton have to like make an appearance too at some point. I, I haven't think, seen so. any of their names, so I don't know. I do like the fact that Rickety Cricket is in like every episode. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but happy. He's like the the producer of the game. And yeah, because like, he's, he's like always really person. good in Sunny. I want to see him some you know do something outside of that. That's wacky. Next on a recent Ella DeGeneres, uh, Chris Pratt spoke briefly about production beginning on Jurassic World three. He, he was cares? excited. He was excited about the return of the original cast from Jurassic Park. I hope One, Smart Raptor comes back, including <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill, respectively. They should make the Smart Raptor the character that uh, Jake Johnson played in the first movie. And so now he like he's also now he's just there. one of the tech guys, but he's so smart now that he can talk, and it's no. Jake Johnson's voice. Yeah, uh, Jake Johnson wearing, died, but the they transferred his consciousness they into his brain into the, the, raptor. the raptor. Alan, <laughs> the raptor's wearing the Jurassic Park shirt. Yes. And it's like, can we just move on from this? Everyone oh laughs, God. and then you hear the like the canned laughter in the movie. Yeah, and then the film fucking sucks like the second one sucked <laughs> well i really Bryce loved howard jurassic park hot. one growing up it was jurassic park Dallas one howard is like my, my favorite movie I, I don't know how many times as a child i saw that movie i wanted to dig up dinosaurs when i was little and that was you know that was one of my dreams mm-hmm. so i'm really glad to see the three original people coming back even if it is going to be terrible be that's so okay bad. I'm going to watch it because I love Jurassic Park. Oh, I refuse it. Yeah. to watch it in theaters. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. no longer be part <laughs> no, of the problem. We don't have to do that. I no, aim no. to be part of the solution. <laughs> and then yeah. last up, uh, according to Harrison Ford, uh, Indiana Jones 5 is set to start production in about two months. If all goes well, somewhere around April. 
Now, as is tradition, we you never to, know. He needs to be a part of some horrible accident that would kill a lesser man, <laughs> and then that way production can be delayed just a couple of months, and then we'll know everything will proceed smoothly. We will. That's right. Didn't he like cr- crash he a plane? Crashed his own plane before one of the Star Wars movies. And then he like broke his leg under like a uh, garage door that shut before we're supposed to and like Jesus. landed on his foot and that somehow like broke his ankle or some shit. Harrison Ford, you're old. Calm down. You, yeah, he just slow down. You see one bodily injury that'll make everyone else open the article and be like, oh God, he's finally dead. And they'd be like, nope, I'm still Harrison Ford. <laughs> Missed <up."> me. <laughs> Missed me. Yeah. Missed me with that shit. <laughs> Did you guys have anything else? Man, I'm just news wise. I want to finish. I want to finish Mythic Quest by mm-hmm. Tuesday, so I can keep talking about that. They had a really funny scene in it where the main writer for the game is you know he doesn't like actually play the games. He he thinks it's all about the cutscenes. Sure. The gameplay is silly. And then one of the game testers, the one who's played by Ashley Birch, she's like, "Oh no, I always skip the cutscenes. The gameplay is where you get the really emotional stuff." And so they sit in a room together, and she teaches about to play the game. And then he goes and like puts on some like cutscenes or whatever on YouTube. And it's a fucking scene from Red Dead Redemption 2 oh. where the horse is dying and Arthur's like h- hugging, h- sitting over it or whatever. He starts to cry a little bit or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's not that's not a Ubisoft game. That can't be part of like Mythic <laughs> Quest. And then he backs out. Ashley Birch is like tearing up. She's like, you're right, CW. That was like really emotional. I I, I can't believe we have something that powerful in our game. And he goes. That's not in our game. <laughs> That's Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> She's like, wait, why did you show me a clip from another game? And it was just really fucking funny. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, that's Red Dead Redemption 2. That is good. Uh, but yeah. And a clip from The Last of Us on that episode, too. Nice. Oh, cool. Next week, or two weeks, I guess. I don't know. I want to watch Jojo Rabbit, finish Parasites. I know there's something else I want to watch as well. I... I want to give another rewatch to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. I need to actually watch it. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah. That so, and Ad Astra. Those are my two I'm going to watch by the ooh, next two weeks. Ad I've Astra. Had, I've had Ad Astra for a while and I haven't watched it. Sci-fi movie with Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. and mm. Tommy Lee Jones. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. His dad like was in uh, was like a NASA astronaut scientist farmer. or astronaut or something, but he's been basically missing. Like He kind of like went into hiding. Cause there's already like a, a colony on Mars Dope. that he helped establish. And he's just been like off the like grid off the grid and they need him for something. Hmm. And Brad Pitt is Tommy Lee Jones, son. Awesome. He's going and looking for him <laughs> up in the space. Dope. I saw a scene in the trailer. There was like a chase scene with lunar rovers and it looked <laughs> sick. <laughs> Do you think like the visuals are going to compare to something like interstellar? Or oh, gonna, sure. Yeah. yeah it's a big that's, budget. That's oh, well, no, not oh, sorry. I shouldn't. I should have listened to what you were going to say. That's what I went I to. Is what you Interstellar. Said. Not a whole lot are going to be able to pass that in visuals because okay. of like the crazy stuff they're doing with like the black holes and everything. The interdimensional. Yeah. But as far as just like case. a good looking space movie, yeah, it'll nail it. It just doesn't look like they're really in space. You know? It doesn't look like they're really in an interdimensional portal. <laughs> oh, it does in Interstellar, man. That, I buy that shit. I'm confident that fucking Matthew McConaughey. Went through a wormhole at one point during the production of that. I remember, movie. The, yeah, watching that in the theaters. Whenever he actually goes through the wormhole, my heart is just like boom, dude. Boom, one of boom, my boom, fucking, fucking like, it was, time. That scene is intense. I haven't seen favorite that in a while. movie going movie going experiences was yeah going to see 
Interstellar 70 millimeter on the biggest fucking screen. Yeah, didn't you travel out of town to go see? We went to the Texas State History Museum in Austin to go see it on their IMAX screen that is like seven and a half stories tall. Wow. And did did I? Yes. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Me, you, and Remember, yeah, my tire oh blew my out on the way back. God, this I is weed. Too okay? much weed. This is what I'm and talking holy about. Shit, he <laughs> forgot that we drove three and a half hours to yes. go see Interstellar because it was the only place in Houston. And no one was I mean, in Texas that was doing seventy millimeter. Horrifyingly pissed. Was there a tow truck? Involved? We went there with Lucas. Yeah, you. We were worried because we had pot, and we were like, the tow truck driver is going to smell pot. And it was like this dude that rolled up, and he just kind of was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I tow truck drivers do not give two fucks. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. that was what's the beat on the street. And we went, <laughs> we went and got food at the Mexican place next to the tow, the truck, the tire shop, and they had some really good salsa. And uh, and I got a margarita because, and you were worried because you're like, we already blew out a tire. Should you be drinking right now? And I was like. <laughs> It's one margarita. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be here for like another two. And a half I do hours. remember that now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that, so mad at you. One of my. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't answer your phone and tell me what was happening. One of my favorite experiences. And yeah, it was the same thing. Where it's like, first off, nothing beats having not been to a film theater in so long, and then like right before the movie starts, hearing the projector. Oh, uh, that's cool. And this is another one of those instances where, thank God, I'm me because I picked the perfect seats in this fucking enormous theater to sit in. <laughs> Which was important because of this fucking soundtrack and how loud it was going to be. Where yeah. I was like, if we're too far to the left or something, it's going to sound like shit. I do remember really enjoying my my viewing of Interstellar when I did see it. Yeah, because it was a fills your fucking viewport. Like true. you can't yep. see anything but Matthew McConaughey's face <laughs> as he's floating through a goddamn black hole or something. Could have sworn shit. we uh, watched that in your bedroom. Oh my god, it's so good. It's a great time. Well, you guys, I fucking think, stoner piece of shit. I think that's gonna do it for we us. We went with Lucas. It's like the only time we've ever hung out with him outside of work. <laughs> his dopey ass. I'm surprised he didn't bring his Wii U. That's with what him I was gonna say. The his, car. His Switch or his Wii U. Yeah. Uh, well, the Switch wouldn't have been out then. It was a Wii U. Yeah, because remember, Lucas would sit in Alamo and he would bring his Wii U. And every time, like he, he did a thirty minute break, and instead of doing what the rest of us did, which was go outside and smoke weed and eat our shift meal. He would sit in the corner and plug in his Wii U and wow. play it on his tablet. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's like, I get Civilization Six on my Surface <laughs> laptop or on my because he had one of those Surface tablets too. And I remember one time, I'm sitting down after my shift, just drinking beer, and he just pulls up a chair, sits down next to me. He's like, Travis, you like games, right? I was like, Yeah. He's like, I have Civilization Five on this, and. Pulled out his Surface like tablet, the first one that ever came out, and just sat next to me, quiet. He doesn't drink. <laughs> just got a Coca Cola and was just playing Civilization Five in the middle of Alamo Draft. Hey man, <laughs> sounds like sounds like paradise. He was a special someone. He was truly ahead of his. Uh, I don't think time. he's dead or anything. I don't, so no, he's, he's probably not, still a he's special. He's probably someone, not dead. No, definitely. He's probably still playing his Wii U. Rest in peace, Lucas. No, he's probably definitely got a Switch. Rest, no, he's probably still playing his Wii U. <laughs> he's well, a Wii U stand. <laughs> <laughs> we stand with you. We stand. We you. We stand. Stupid Hasbro toy. Stand. Stand ground. I'll let you do your outro now. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Absent Minded Watches. I know I had fun this time. So it's a good one. I have fun every time.
learning and reading up on all these not every time. these movies. I remember, I remember when we watched Street Fighter right, and, and not tried to time. record not afterwards. <laughs> reading up and learning about all these little things about movies and stuff. I uh, I have fun doing that. I like like that stuff. Go ahead and go to absentmindedpodcast.com. Give our main podcast a try if you haven't already. It's a good one. Give both those shows a five-star rating and give us a follow, a sub, a like, a heart, a star, five stars, whatever you feel like. Leave us a comment. Give us a donation if you like. Please join us next time. I am Ethan Newble at SoulsBjorn on the Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. With me as usual, Travis Stockton. Hey yo. At Ray Charlizard. And the man who knows where the party's at, Andrew Crandall. Where's the party, Drew? Not here. Well, where at is it? Andrew loves video games. <laughs> Where's the party right now? I uh, San Antonio. You could have told me anything, I would have <laughs> believed you. You'd just be like, oh, what's down at Westheimer and North Ray? I'd be like, oh shit, man, there's a party going on over there right now. But, We're gonna go know. find that party. We're, we're, we're going to go be there. You guys enjoy these tunes, and we'll see you all next time.